Zokte heilige mishne nun hey amad alef hanoider min hadogon. A person asks himself from dogon. Dogon means grain. So the chayyeh should only be aser in grain. But the Mishnah says no, not only grain. Aser be poil hamitzri yavish. He's aser even in dried poil hamitzri. If you don't know what it is, you probably never ate it. But it's a kind of bean, and if it's dried, that's also considered dog. Now the reason why it's considered dog under the Amir, according to Amir Shita, is because uh, anything which you make into a pile in the field is considered dog, and it's called midi de midgan. Midgan means something you make a pile out of. So apparently, this pile hamitzri yavish they used to make a pile out of, and a mela it's considered dogon, according to Amir Shita. Now we don't pass like a mayor, we pass like the chum. The chum no. You only aser in the chamesh saminim. What are the chamesh saminim? I always thought there was shivas saminim. No, mishishmiel. What is chamesh saminim? There's shivas saminim. Huh? What's the chamesh saminim, Rabbi Yisaynu? Dagem chamesh saminim. Dagem shkayach. Wheat, barley, spelt, oats, and rye. Those are the five kinds of chamesh saminim. And today they invented more, but they're not. Chamesh Zaminim, what do they call it? No, all the, all this, it's not considered Chamesh Zaminim. But Al-Gabarim, Chamesh Zaminim is considered, the, uh, any of these five minim are the, considered the five grains. You can make matzah out of it. If you make a dough out of it, you're chayv and challah. That's Chamesh Zaminim. So Mela, according to the Cham, Dagon means only the Chamesh Zaminim. Rameer Aymer Hanoidim in Atvuah. Mary says you have to be more specific. You have to say tvua. If you say tvua, then it's chamesh saminim. But if you ask yourself from dogon aser bechal, you're aser in everything that is piled up. Obviously, umoter repair silun of yerek. You moter repair silun and yerek because those you don't usually pile up, and a male of those you are moter. And that's your mayor's shita that holds your aser in everything by dogon, and you only moter repair silun of yerek. And the chum say no dogon means chamesh saminim. You want to say Dagan means anything which is piled up. So where in Shas do we have a Masiv from a Pasuk? Here is the place. Usually we have Masiv. It's a, a Brisa, a Mishnah. Here, Rabbi Yisra is asking a Masiv from a Pasuk. He brings a Pasuk. The Pasuk is like this. The Pasuk in the very Yavim. When it expanded, it's talking about a Takana that Chizkiyo made at that time. People weren't taking Shemus and Maisa. You think nowadays people don't take Maisa so much. In those days they also didn't. And Chizkiah made a Takana that everyone should bring their Maisa to the base of Mikdash, the Truma and the Maisa to the base of Mikdash. So the Pasuk describes what happened. The Chifrites had over when it expanded and everybody started doing it. Here, B'Bnei Yisrael, Klaisel started bringing Reish's Dagon, Tiresh, Yitzar. They brought Dagon, that's grain. Tiresh is wine and Yitzar is oil. The Chol, Tvuas, Sada, Raif. It says, Tvuas, Sada. So you say Dagan and you say Tvua Sada. If you tell me like a mayor that Dagan means anything which goes into a pile, why does it say, well, it doesn't mean the whole Pasuk, but why does it say Tvua Sada? Tvua Sada should be included in Dagan. So what's the, what's the Pasuk adding with Tvua Sada? According to a mayor, how do you read a Pasuk? In Divrei Tua Sada is not coming to include grain, because grain is already included. All kinds of grain, including parlamentary, is included in Dagon. Anything that comes into a pile is included in Dagon. And the reason why we add Tua Sada 
is to include Paris and Yarek, like we said before, and that's not included in Dagan. So even though it says Tvua Sada, which is a little funny, Tvua Sada Lachar should mean only Tvua, but Zak Tamer, it means Paris and Yarek. Rabbi Yechanan says, everybody's Maida. If you're Naida from Tvua, you only ask the Chamesh like the Mishnah says. Tvua, everybody agrees to. If you're Naida from Tvua, everybody agrees. You're only ask from the Chamesh Zaminim, which means Chamesh is Midagan. Fatima Abshita, it's Pashat. Mao, the Tame, you would think Tvua called Nili Mashma. You would think Tvua is Mashma anything, because really, Tvua, the Tvua means uh, only grains, and the, and it's interesting. The Ran brings in that the we're gonna the Gemara's gonna explain in a minute, but the Ran brings in that the targum of Tvua is alalta, and alalta is mashma anything. Alalta is not only mashma Tvua. Alalta should be mashma anything, any chashavizach, uh, anything that's that brings bracha. We'll see the Gemara's gonna talk about it. That's called alalta. So you would think that since the targum translates Tvua as being alalta. So, Mele, you would think Tfua includes everything. Kamash Malan, Delay. Delay Mashma Kamili. Kamash Malan, that it's not Mashma. Every, every, everything in Mele, Tfua only means Chamesh Zaminim. So, that's a Bechan and Everybody agrees that Tfua only means Chamesh Zaminim. Fetimar from the Pasuk we just brought. Master of Yasef. Vichafraita, Dover, Hirba B'nai Israel. And the Pasuk said, what do we say? We said, Dogon means everything, and Tfua Sadeh means Parasil and Yerik. Lachar, it sounds like Tvua Sada means not only Chamesh Saminim, it means even Parasil and Vayarek. Lachar, how does it work with what we just said that Tvua only means Chamesh Saminim? Amarav, it depends what you say. Tvua Lachod. Tvua Sada Lachod. If you say Tvua, then it only means Chamesh Saminim. If you say Tvua Sada, then it means everything. So basically, if someone asks you on a test and you want to make yourself some retirement money, so then someone asks you on a test, what's the halacha if you say Tvua? What are you usher in? The answer is you're usher in Chameshes Haminim. If you say Tvua Sada, then you're usher in all Minim, not just Chamesh Haminim. That's the difference between Tvuas Hasada and Tvua. That's the Maskonas Hagemar. Bar Mar Shmuel, the son of Shmuel, Pakud, he commanded the Litnon Tlesar Alfe Zuzi Lerava. They should give 13,000 Zuzim. Tarava min alalta de Nahar Panya, from what he called the alalta of Nahar Panya. That's what he, that's what he gave Rav. That was the gift he gave Rav. So Shalcha Rav Lakamed Abyasif. So Rav sent a message to Abyasif, alalta hechimikra. What's called alalta? What's alalta? He gave, he's giving me alalta. So we again, we remember we said alalta is the targum of Tvua. So what's alalta? The Mishnah says, if you say, if you ask yourself from Tvua, you're only asking from Chamesh Naminim. So apparently, Alalta, which is the Targum of Tvua, is Chamesh Naminim. So when Bar Mar Shmuel gave Rava a gift of 13,000 uh, Dinrim, uh, 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 Zuzim, Zuzim to Rava, and he said Alalta, apparently, apparently it only means Chamesh Naminim. That's what Yasef wanted to say. If you say the word Tvua and Lashon HaKadosh, then it only means Chamesh Saminim. Alalta, call me li mashma. Alalta is mashma anything. Like we said before, the word Alalta could be mashma anything, even though technically it's the Targum of Tvua. This is an example of where Targum is not precisely the way the Pasuk says. Translation can never fully 
encapsulate the word that we're translating. So there's a perfect example. Tvua means chamesh shaminim. Alalta, which is the translation of Tvua, means everything. That's the halacha. Alalta means everything. So B'kitzar Rav gets everything. He gets all, anything that's in Harpanya, he gets from Harshmuel. So Adrul Kamei Rava. So let the Kamei Rava. They say brought the psak back to Rava that Alalta is mashma anything. Amr he said, "Halay kamibayali." This wasn't my shaila. To Alalta called me the mashma. I knew Alalta means everything. That wasn't a shaila to me. Hadohu dibayali. This was my shaila. Scharbatim uschasvinesmai. Does he get money from houses, rent from houses, and rent from ships? If Bar Marshmuel has rent that comes from ships and houses, is that? Also considered alalta. Everything else is considered alalta. What about rent from houses and ships? What's the shiloh? Since they depreciate. Houses and ships depreciate, so it can't be considered alalta. Alalta has to be something that's kula revach. But here this could be depreciation. Maybe it's not considered alalta. Or maybe since the diminishing, you don't see right away. Right? You don't see... When a house it depreciates, you don't see the shvachke right away. After a while, you notice it. So meila, it's not yedia parsayu. So maybe it could still be called alalta. Now, what's the example of that? A guy misses one day. Nothing happened. He didn't turn into a pumpkin. He misses two days and three days. And so right away, it's not yedia parsayu. But afterwards, he turns into a pumpkin. After a long time, a person that stops learning, you're going to turn into a pumpkin. It's not a joke. Person has to realize right away you don't see the difference. But slowly and surely want to tell you the Gazakh. The the uh the Svarim say the reason why explained the reason why Abhaim Balajan opened the Yeshiva was because there was a mabel of Kfira going on. There was a tremendous mabel that was going on. And he needed a yeshiva, he said it was like a teva of Nayak. He created like a teva of Nayak. During the Second World War, they had, when they were bombing over England, so they had a blackout. Everybody had to shut their lights. No one was allowed to turn on any lights in England because it was a curfew of, of electricity. They didn't, want, they didn't want the Germans to know where to bomb, and they shut the lights. There was one guy that was standing out, so it was pitch black, and he lit up a cigarette. Maybe they smoked cigars. But he lit up something. Immediately they jumped on him, locked him up, and threw him into jail. They bring him in front of a judge, and he says, well, what did I do already, Shane? I lit a little tiny match. He said, you don't understand. When it's pitch black, even the smallest match, the smallest light, you could see up into the Shemayim. A person has to realize, outside, there's a bunch of heaven that are puffing. They're all in the Chayshech. There's Chayshech outside. When there's oil, even the smallest oil lights all the way to the Shemayim. That's the iris of Hanukkah. A person has to remember, you don't necessarily notice when you, the gain that a person gets when he learns Torah. You have to realize you can see it from the Shemayim, especially when it's dark. You can see it from the Shemayim. But anyway, that's what Rav said. Maybe even the loy yadia pachsayu, since you can't tell the depreciation, maybe the Allah would be, it would not be considered alalta. So that was Rav's Shiloh. He said he knew when he sent the message to Rabbi Yosef. Again, Rav asked the Shiloh to Rabbi Yosef. When he sent the message to Rabbi Yosef, he knew that everything was included alalta. His question was, Schar and Schar That was his Shiloh. 
They said in front of Rabbi Yosef, Amar, Rabbi Yosef got upset. Rava sent him a Shaila and he didn't need the answer to the Shaila. What's he drawing your cup for? Right? Rava asked, What's the halacha with halalta? And he really knew that halalta meant everything. He just wasn't sure if it also, if it also meant scharbatim and scharsvinus. So they sent back to Rabbi Yosef what Rava said. If he doesn't need our Aitzas, he doesn't need our Psak, so why is he sending us Shilas? He knew, he knew the answer. What's he sending us Shilas for? Abyasif got upset. Rava, the Rava sent him the message. So Shama Rava, Rava heard that Abyasif got upset. He came on Erev Yom Kippur to ask Abyasif for Mechila. Now it's interesting, we'll see in the story, he didn't really ask him clearly for Mechila. It's interesting. He just came in front of him on Erev Yom Kippur. Let's see what happened. So you get like this. He found the Shamish. Rebbeisif right, was blind, so he found we had right, we had it before him. Rebbeisif became blind. He got sick. He became blind, and he, so he found the shamish of Rebbeisif to have a kamozig kamei kasa dechamer. He was being mozig wine. Rebbeisif Akayin spoke out last week that in the olden days they used to uh, dilute wine. They didn't drink wine regular. It was like syrup. Their wine they used to dilute it. So the shamish was being was diluting the wine in front of Rebbeisif. So Rava was there. He, Rabbi Yosef didn't see Rava. Rava came into the room. He said, Have li de I, I want to be moizig, the wine for Rabbi Yosef. He, he offered to do the service. He told the Shamash, Give it to me. I'll uh, do the service. Yavle, he gave it to him. The And he was moizig, the wine. Let me ask you, Rabbi Shaila. Why do you need a Sarah Mashkim? What do you need a sar mashkim for? What's the big, what's the greatest deal? You need a sar mashkim. Do they need a sar of uh, pizza? A sar of chveis, the guy that brought in vegetables? Did they pickle sar and a tomato sar? Every single thing they need a sar? Sar oifim fashteich. He has to bake. Sar mashkim, what's the big deal? He gets you get wine to finish. What's, what do you, what's the answer? What, what, perfect. Well, you take the, kedem wine, you pour it into the cup. What's the greatest of kunz? What's the, Huh? <laughs> the answer, that's the time. Saramashkim you need because of this. They used to dilute the wine, and there was a person that knew exactly how much water to, how do you know it was wine? Because in the dream, right? it doesn't say what he drank, but apparently in those days, everybody drank wine. In the, dream, in the dream, they were drinking wine. To drink seltzer, you don't need a saramashkim. But to drink wine, you have to be, you have to be moizig it. That's the chayyab, why you need a saramashkim. No, the chayyab, pashapshah. Think of pashapshah. It's like, what do you, th- what do you say? Yeah, I know that's other. That's, we have other. We have other issues besides that. That won't be their first issue. But yeah, absolutely. But yeah, you know the chayyah. The only reason why I needed saramashkim was because of this. Because they were amazing the wine. There's a lot that's got to be the svardim. Do we have any svardim? Daniel's not here. Svardim have a minig to be amazing wine every 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 time they make kiddush. They put a little water into the wine, and the reason for that is because. Every, the Goyen says, everything that, that, that was built into the world is al there's a there's a nister dicker reason for it. Wine represents din. Wine, the, the yayin is red, yayin represents din. Water represents chesed. So you don't want to drink wine, completely wine. So you put a little chesed into the wine to be amazing the wine. That's what the Svar Makdashim say. So the Svarim, even though nowadays we don't have to do it anymore, they put a mamisha drop. You can't put too much because then you dilute it. They put a mamisha drop of water. So maybe some chesed do it also. Do it? You do it, Ari? Okay, so there you go. It wasn't only Sephardim. I apologize. But, uh, huh? You? Are, no, no, but the Chassidim Badafka do it by Kiddush. They drop a little bit of water into the wine. For this reason. Because of this concept of being mazig the din. It's an interesting thing. So the kids there, that's the reason why they do it. But B'chal Haifin, so this, this uh, Shamish was being mazig the wine. So Rav said, he offered, he'll do it himself. 
So he gave him the wine. Rava was Moizig the wine for Abi Yosef. Rava didn't say anything. He was just Moizig the wine. Kikashasi, when Abi Yosef tasted it, Amar, he said, Hadein Mizga, this Meziga Dami Le Mizga de Rava, Braid Rabbi Yosef Barachama. So, first of all, we're introduced who Rava's father was, Rabbi Yosef Barachama. So, so, he said, This Meziga that you did is similar to the Meziga of Rava. Rava knew exactly how to be Meziga wine. And Amel, this Meziga is similar to Rava. Amalei, who knew? So, Rava identified himself. He says, I'm Rava. Amalei, so he immediately told Rava like this. So, the reason why he's going to say this is because he wanted to make sure that Rava wasn't a Balgaiva. Because Rava sent him a message, like we said before, and he didn't need an answer. So he sent him a message without needing an answer. So Bekitzer, he gave him a shtickle shmuz in the concept of gaiva and anav. And he told him like this. He said, Don't sit down. Until you explain to me pshat and a pasuk. What does this pasuk mean? And this pasuk is at the end of the shira that Klaishal said by the mayim. By the bear. They said a shira on the bear. And at the end of the Shira, it says this interesting Pasuk, which Pashas is referring to where Klai Yisrael traveled. But we dash in, uh, interesting Joshua from this Pasuk. Pasuk like this. That's the Pasuk says. What is that, what's that Pasuk referring to? He asked Rav, what's that Pasuk referring to? Omalei said, Kivan if a person makes himself like a midbar, he's available for everybody. He is to get Torah as a gift. You want to know one person's matzliach and Torah over somebody else? Because the Rabbi Nishlam gave it to him as a gift. If you make yourself like a midbar and you give out Torah for free, Torah is not something that's expensive, so to speak. You're, you're, you're very liked. To be accessible, the Rebbeinu Shalom will give you Torah b'matana. That's the first thing that Rav Adarshit. You make yourself into a midbar, you're zeichet matana. Ve'kivan shenit the matana, nachalai kel. Once it's given to matana, then the Rebbeinu Shalom is neichel you. When a person has a shaykes to Torah, he becomes a nachla to the Rebbeinu Shalom. That's what connects you to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. If you have a shaykh, it's the Torah. Shenemar, umi midbar, umatana nachliel. Once you have it, once you get the Torah matana, you become nachliel, you become a nachla to the Rebbeinu Shalom. Mekivan shenachalai kel, oyelolegdula. Once the Rebbeinu Shalom is neichel you, that gives a person godless. You know why a person goes up? You know why a person is oyeleh? Because he's a nachla to the Rebbeinu Shalom. When you connect yourself to the Rebbeinu Shalom, you're zeichah to gedula. When you're a nachal to the Rebbeinu Shalom, you go up on a bama. You go up on a pedestal. This is where it gets tricky. A person lifts himself up, he becomes a balgaiva. And a meila hakadosh baruch hu mashpilai. The Rebbeinu Shalom lowers him. Shenemar umi bama isagai. The Rebbeinu Shalom is mashpil geim. That's the Metzius. The Rebbeinu Shalom does not allow a person to be on top. If he feels he's on top, the Rebbeinu Shalom lowers him. And this is one of the most misunderstood concepts. What does it mean to be a Balgaiva? And what does it mean to be an Anav? A Balgaiva is someone that attributes his success to himself. And an Anav is someone that attributes his success to the Rebbeinu Shalom. A person that doesn't recognize his successes is not an anav, he's a fool. A fool is someone who doesn't understand his successes. An anav 
is someone that understands his successes, but he realizes that it does, it's not aschus to him, it's aschus to the Rabbi The Rabbi gave him the talents, and Emil, that's why he's zaycha to be matzliach in his inyanim. That's an anav. So a person tries to, a person gets a little bit on a pedestal, he starts talking it into himself, so then the Rabbi is mashpilah. They stick him deep into the karka. That's the end of the pasuk. A lotion of like shkia, a lotion of sinking. So a person that's magbia himself. The rebbeinu shalom sticks him into the ground, makes him rachmal sank a terrible busha. If he does tshuva, kadosh baruch hu magbiyai. The rebbeinu shalom lifts him up again. Shenemar kol gein hasei any gay any valley will be lifted up. So Bikitzer, when a person, there, the Ramban writes, in his Igeris Ramban, if you're mashpil yourself, the Rebbein Hashem will pick you up. And if you're magbia yourself, the Rebbein Hashem will put you down. It's a fact of life. It's a Gemara, it's a Metzius. A person wants to be lifted up, Zok the Ramban, be mashpil yourself, which again does not mean that you don't recognize your self-worth. It means you don't attribute your successes to yourself. If you feel that you're better than thou, that is a simon on Gaiva, and Anav has no problem talking to anybody and relating to anybody. There's nothing that's beneath him, and a person that is an Anav is Zeichet to be Matzliach. The Banisham lifts him up. Tanya, we see Amar de Gazach. What does it mean the Banisham's Mashpalamachmolslan? It means the Banisham takes away the source of his Gaiva. Why? Let's say a guy's about Gaiva because he's very smart, or a guy's about Gaiva is very talented. Guy's about Gaiva, he has a lot of money. Person becomes about Gaiva, he gets blown up with himself. A person's about Gaiva, the Gemara says in Saita, a guy's about Gaiva is not, does not get up for Tchias Mesim. It's not a joke. Person's about Gaiva, it's not an Nishkin Pashtamaisa. It's a person that the Banisham wants to make sure a guy has too much Hatzlacha and it's getting to his head. The Banisham has to make sure to minimize it because it's very nice to be Matzliach in this world, but what's going to be lost in lava? So Hashem has to make sure to take it away. So the simple answer is to lower yourself. How do you know if you're lowering yourself? Very simple. If there's not too many things, the Maral explains, uh, Anav is someone that there's not too many things that don't pass for him. If it, the less things that don't pass for you, you know you're not a Balgaiva. Once you start having... I don't mean passing and like not going to baseball games. I mean passing and like not doesn't pass me to talk to this person. Doesn't pass me to do here. Doesn't pass me to go there. Those kind of things is a simon, is a warning sign on guy. But not always. It's a warning sign. But if a guy has no problem going here, going there, he's a loose guy. He's easier to deal with. Such a guy, but there is an onav. The morale calls it pshitas, a simple guy, a guy that doesn't have frills. Then you know it's an onav, a guy that has frills and a lot of rules and regulations. What this has to look like and what that has to look like, you just have to suspect. Not always as a gaiva, just have to suspect. So a person has to make sure that you're a shuffle. Again, a shuffle is someone that understands his self-worth, but attributes it to the Rabbi Nishalayim. And that Rahman al-Slan of al-Gaiva, my uncle Zuchin Vachi used to say, there's no such thing as al-Gaiva, huh? Sometimes you might just be trying to distance That's why I said. So passing, what I mean pass, I mean something that doesn't, physically pass, not something that doesn't, like it doesn't pass for me to be friends with this and this guy because he's a lo yitzlach or something like that, or it doesn't pass for me to make a bar mitzvah that costs less than 300, etc., these kind of things that, now not always, sometimes it's not, but sometimes it is, and a person has to make sure that you're, uh, huh? But I see him, fashtetzach, I'm going to tell some a secret, it was one, a friend of mine, that before I became a rev in Liberty Village, so we made a deal, 
in Chesterfield, we made a deal that, this is the deal, Adam could tell me if I was over on his deal, one of my chaveirim, he's in charge to make sure that I don't change my attitude. Nothing changes. That'll become, person, get to your head. You realize sometimes you get, get to your head. You get to your head. Did it change? Now nothing will change. The attitude will, I didn't say nothing will change. The attitude won't change. So if anybody has anything that you think I changed, please come over to me and tell me. Yes, yes, Ben Tzim, what I change. What I do differently? No, shiurim, that doesn't count. I'm talking about if it gets to my head, that's the problem. It, shir, you got technical, what I says do? I have to, I have an idea. If you have something that I change, and so far this guy's never, I fight with him all the time, he's never admitted that I'm right. This is one thing that he admits that I'm right. He said so far nothing changed. So if you see something change, please stay on the alarm and stop the train. Please let me know if you see it getting to my head. But anyway, that doesn't call getting to your head. He can't have a shear, what I do? I'm only human. What should I do? Huh? Your? Which thing changed? We have Friday night. We have a Betachan thing. Oh, something. Okay, after, we have to talk privately afterwards. Have that private session. Anyway, back to the back to the Zachabai say you have to make sure, huh? Huh? Rabbi, so you have to make sure that even if they're by Nishlam, it's all jokes aside. A person has to realize, Bez Hashem, you're going to be a Mutzluch in life. You're going to be Matzliach and Ruchnius. Matzliach and Gashmius. You're going to have Mishpacha. And you're going to come in and you start swelling with pride about your family. A person should be proud, Baruch Hashem, that he has Hatzlacha. But the pride should never, Achman get to your head and change your attitude towards the way you relate to your fellow man. And once it starts doing that, you have to be chayshish for this Gemara. Achmol Tzana shouldn't be gaiva. It should be, and if you're, if you're an anav, the Rebbe will give you more. But if Achmol Tzana is causing gaiva, the Rebbe has to pull out the plug, because or else he doesn't want you to explode like a balloon, so he has to pull out the plug. Remember that. Zok te'el legi Gemara, Tanya, noidim in Adogon, Osir af bepoel ha-mitzri yavish. Someone's noidim from Dogon is Osir even in poel ha-mitzri yavish, which is what we said, that's our marriage shita. Umoter belach, but your mother in fresh poel ha-mitzri, because fresh poel ha-mitzri is not piled up. And a mela, you only Osir in something that's piled up, which is dried, but if it's, if it's fresh, it's mother. Umoter belach, your mother in rice, I guess they don't pile up rice. We have to ask the professionals. Now this is interesting. Bechilka, this is wheat that is grinded up into little, crushed up into pieces. Chilka means it's split into two. Tergis means it's split into three. And tisni means it's split into four. So even though it's wheat, and you ask it yourself from wheat, but once the wheat kernel is split, then people don't pile it up anymore, and therefore it's not considered dogon. A very interesting thing. So if you ask it yourself from dogon, even according to Amir Shita, the Allah is your mother in Chilka, Tergis, and tisni. Hanoidim in Paris Hashanah. If you ask yourself many Paris of this year, Aser Bechal Paris Hashanah. You're Aser in all the Paris that grew this year. But Umuter, Big Diem, goats, young goats, Uvetloim, sheep, Uvechala of milk, Uvebates, and eggs, Uvegoizless chicks, even though they are Paris, you would think they're called Paris Hashanah. That says those are not called Paris, they're called Gidule Shana. They're not Paris, they don't grow from the ground or from the tree. They're called Gidule Shana. And if you say the Gedulim of the year, then you're Aser and everything. It's an interesting thing because we generally don't, re- don't refer to Hatzlacha as Shana. Does anybody know we refer to Hatzlacha as the year? That the year should be Matzlich. Anybody know? Very good. This we, in the Bracha, Baruch Aleinu, we say, Baruch Aleinu Hashem Aleikeinu Hashana Hazais. We bench the Shana. Bench my wallet. Bench my business. No. It comes from the Shana. The Shana 
is where your partner comes to Shana, a person is nigzeh, how much hatzlacha? Doesn't only mean money. It means nachas, it means hana, it means stress. Everything that a person has is in the Shana. We dive in the Benish and we should bench us the Shana. I'm already But anyway, so you see over here, Gidule Shana, it's called the Gidule Shana, then it includes everything. Also, Bikulam, your Aser, even in Gdim, Tlam, anything that grew in the year. Hanoidim in Paris Ayats, a person asks himself from the Paris of the Ayats. Aser bechal peres aretz. Your aser in all peres and aretz. So mutter bekmein ubepatrius. This is mushrooms and truffles. Truffles are not the chocolate truffles. They are these things that grow from the ground like mushrooms. So they don't really grow from the ground. Memela, they're not considered peres aretz. If you don't say peres aretz, you say gedule karka. Then it includes mushrooms because technically they grow off of the ground. Fatima, is that true? You're going to have this Mishnah soon. Or maybe you had it already. Something that doesn't grow from the ground. You say a shahakala Mishnah and brachas for those that are not chazarim brachas. The Mishnah says, You say Vitanya, what's an example of something that's saying gedulim and ayats? Alamelach, vialazamis, salt. And zamis is like salt water. Vialkmeinopatrius. Mushrooms, I'm a shakal So you see, you make a shahakal on mushrooms for those people that actually eat those things. You make a mash, uh, well, usually mushrooms come as a side. So usually you're not going to make a brach on a mushroom. But if a person actually eats a mushroom as an entity for itself, you would make a shahakal, you would not make a hadama. So you see, a mushroom does not grow from the ground. So how could you say it's considered gidule karkalai lechaya? Doesn't grow from the ground. I'm rabbi like this. It depends what you're dealing with. Physically, it grows on the ground. But But the Yanika, it gets from the Avir and not from the ground. And a Mela, so when you're saying Gidulai, so let, let the Gemara explain. We'll, we'll explain in a minute. The bright, the Lushan of the Mishnah is something that's not Gidulai Minayats. You make a Shahakal. And the Chayyar Kmein or Patriots, mushrooms are Gidulai Minayats. Something that's not yonik from the earth. So you could have something that grows on the ground, but the yonika is from the avir. And that's when a yid has to live. You're on the ground. What's Lashon Apostle by the Sulam? It's Sulam Mutsavarsa. You're on the ground, but it's Roshay Magia Shemaima. It's Me'avir Rabu. You grow from the air. You grow from your Torah. That defines. Ain giduloi min hayats. Where do you get your yonika from? Where do you get your chiyas from? Where do you get your gishmak from? That's giduloi min hayats. Chanukah is Chanukah, same word as chanukah. I, I well, yesterday Shabbos morning, I was in the morning. I heard two of my kids talking to each other, and one of them said, "Tomorrow is Chanukah." He was all excited. How come we don't look like that? Tomorrow is Chanukah. That's how a yid has to look. Tomorrow, well, tonight. Tonight is Chanukah. That's how a yid has to live with a chiyas, with a gishmak. That's what you have to pre- in- integrate, ingrain in your kids. A gishmak for mitzvahs. A gishmak for avodas Hashem. That's how a person has to live. That makes me'avira yanki. And if a person, Rachmol Tzlan, is uh, diminishing, avodas Hashem, chas Hashem, we don't get excited over it. So then Rachmol Tzlan, it's yonik minaretz, so to speak. And on that, you'll make a bar priyadama. A person asks himself from having enough from Begadim. Mutter, you're allowed to wear Bisak, a sack, Ubiyarias, like a, a, a curtain, Ubihamila, a different kind of sack. These are not considered clothing, Anamela. You're mutter in it. 
Let's say a guy says, no tzemer is going to go on me. He's allowed to wear, uh, he's allowed to wear clusters of tzemer, because even though he said tzemer, he didn't mean that he's not going to put on clusters of tzemer. He meant he's not going to wear tzemer. He's allowed to, he's allowed to wear gizei tzemer. If he says, Pishton Eilalai, Motorless Gases Banitze Pishton, he's allowed to cover himself with stalks of Pishton. He meant he's not going to wear Pishton. He didn't mean he's not going to have uh, uh, bundles of Pishton. He said, depends on the situation. If a guy is schlepping wool, or he's schlepping pishton, and he's sweating, and he starts smelling, and he's getting all upset, and then he says, and then he says, then he's allowed to wear it, He's only, he's only usher to schlep it. Because you have to judge based on the scenario. If a guy just says, then no one's, we assume he doesn't mean to schlep temer. We assume he means to wear temer. But if he's schlepping temer and he's schwitzing and he's not geschmack, and then he made the nether, so then we obviously evaluate that he meant to usher schlepping, not to wear. And a male in such an instance, like the Behuda, he's mutter to wear, and he's usher to schlep. We pass like a Behuda. An interesting guy there. What do you say, Bitzak? No, this is just a Matthias. It's, it's, it's a, it's a nether that gives don't know like about it. It's a Matthias. What was the story? If the guy says this was the story, then it's not it's a, a Isurim, a person's nether when it comes to Isurim. So it's an, but it's his nether. Everyone knows deep down, a guy made a nether, it's between him and the Benisham. He could also sneak into a room and do it himself without anyone stopping him. It's all, it's just Ali Bidamis, what's the halacha? So if you want to know the halacha, that's the halacha. Tanya, anoidim and exos, the person makes another from exos, motor, besak, ubi yirio, bechamila, because these are not considered exos. The oser, bepunda, ube pesakia, ube sakurtia, ube katavalia, these are all different kinds of begadim, uh, kinds of belts and things that they used to wear in those days. Van pilio, kinds of shoes, we had it in Yevamis, uplinayo, mechnasayim, bekaiva, and pants, and a hat, all these things that uh, in those days people used to wear hats, so all those things, it's a uh, person is oser. In all these uh, begadim, my escorti, escorti. What is a escorti? kituna a certain kind of begad that's called a kituna detsala. Which do we show him? Explain. You wear to cover your begadim. Do you like a, a leather jacket that you wear to cover your begadim? So because you're all the person asks himself from ksus, he's also in all these begadim. Tanya the Braxa says, Yoitzim, this is on Shabbos. Yoitzim, you're allowed to go out on Shabbos. Bisak Ava, the person allowed to walk out on Shabbos with a poncho? Let to go out on Shabbos with a plastic raincoat? It's not a beggar. You're allowed to go on Shabbos with a plastic raincoat? You're allowed to, yeah. But you're allowed to wear, so, that, so that, that, it has to be something to be considered a beggar. So the, the Mishnah says like this. The Braxa says, Yoitzim, Bisak Ava, you're allowed to go out with a thick sack. Also a thick kind of begad. With a uh, urea, a, a curtain, and a chamila kind of sack. To protect yourself from the rain. But you can't go out with a box, because that's not a begad. And not with a container, also not a begad. It's not with a mat. That's not considered a begad. Royim are allowed to go out with sacks. The Shabbos, not only Royim, Everybody, the Chacham spoke what's normal, and Royim usually walk out with sex. I mean, oh, that's why we picked Royim, but really everybody is allowed to walk out with sex. 
Yehuda says depends on the person that made the neder. Tanya Kate said, Rabbi Yehuda, When did Rabbi Yehuda say everything depends on the neder? A guy was wearing tzemer ve'hitzar, and he got upset. He got stressed. He was upset with all the stuff that he was schlepping. Vomer, he said, He asked himself to put tzemer on top of him. Then it's also for him to wear, and it's motor to schlep. Uh, why? Because if because he was wearing tzemer, he wasn't schlepping tzemer, he was wearing it, so that's why it's motelitan. Hayatan pishton, but let's say he was schlepping pishton, and he was sweating. he said, pishton Then he's allowed to wear, and he's not allowed to schlep. So because it depends on the circumstance. If the circumstance that caused the nether was because he was schlepping, then he's also to schlep. If the circumstance that caused the nether was because he was wearing it, then he's also to wear.